Section 51 of Verses by Susan Coolidge Read for LibriVox.org by Gloria Begaman The Legend of Kintu When earth was young and men were few And all things freshly born and new Seemed made for blessing, not for ban Kintu the god appeared as man clad in the plain white priestly dress he journeyed through the wilderness his wife beside a mild-faced cow they drove and one low-bleeding lamb he bore a ripe banana bow and she a root of fruitful yam this was their worldly worth and store but god can make the little more the glad earth knew his feet her mould trembled with quickening thrills and stirred miraculous harvests spread and rolled the orchard shone with ruddy gold the flocks increased increased the herd and a great nation spread and grew from the swift lineage of the two peopling the solitary place a fair and strong and fruitful race who knew not pain nor want nor grief and kintu reigned their lord and chief so sped three centuries along till kintu's sons waxed fierce and strong they learned to war they loved to slay cruel and dark grew all their faces discordant death cries scared the day blood stained the green and holy places and drunk with lust with anger hot his sons mild kintu heeded not at last the god arose in wrath his sandals tied and down the path his wife beside him as of yore he went a cow a single lamb they took one tuber of the yam one yellow potted branch they bore of ripe banana these no more of all the heaped-up harvest store they left the huts they left the tent nor turned nor cast a backward look behind the thick boughs met and shook they vanished long with wild lament mourned all the tribe in vain in vain the gift once given was given no more the grieved god came not again to what far paradise they fared that heavenly pair what wilderness their gentle rule next owned and shared knoweth no man no man can guess on secret roads by pathways blind the gods go forth and none may find but sad the world where god is not by man was kintu soon forgot or named and held as legend dim but the wronged earth remembering him by scanty fruit and tardy grain and silent song revealed her pain so centuries came and centuries went and heaped the graves and filled the tent 
kings rose and fought their royal way to conquest over heaps of slain and reigned a little then one day they vanished into dust again and other kings usurped their place who called themselves of kintu's race and worshipped kintu not as he the mild benignant deity who held all life a holy thing be it of insect or of king would have ordained but with wild rite with altars heaped and dolorous cries and savage dance and bale fires light and unaccepted sacrifice at last when thousand years were flown the great meanda filled the throne a prince of generous heart and high impetuous noble fierce and true his wrath like lightning hurtling by his pardon like the healing dew and chiefs and sages swore each one he was great kintu's worthiest son one night in forests still and deep a shepherd sat to watch his sheep and started as through darkness dim a strange voice rang and called to him wake there are wonders waiting thee go where the thick mimosas be fringing a little open plain honor and power wouldst thou gain go foolish man to fortune blind follow the stream and thou shall find three several nights the voice was heard louder and more emphatic grown then at the thrice repeated word the shepherd rose and went alone threading the mazes of the stream like one who wanders in a dream long miles he ran the stream beside which this way that way turned and sped and called and sang a noisy guide at last its vagrant dances led to where the thick mimosa's shade circled and fringed an open glade there the wild streamlet danced away the moon was shining strangely white and by its fitful gleaming ray the shepherd saw a wondrous sight in the glade's mist each on his mat a group of armed warriors sat white-robed majestic with deep eyes fixed on him with a stern surprise and in their midst an aged chief enthroned sat whose beard like foam caressed his mighty knees as leaf shakes in the wind the shepherd shook and veiled his eyes before that look and prayed and thought upon his home nor spoke nor moved till the old man in voice like waterfall began shepherd how names himself thy king meanda answered shuddering the shepherd good thou speakest well and now my son i bid thee tell 
thy first king's name it was kin to tis rightly said thou answerest true hark to meanda kintu's son hasten and bid him fearing not come hither taking thee for guide thou and he not another one not even a dog may run beside long has meanda kintu sought with spell and conjuration dim now kintu has a word for him go do thy errand haste thee hence kintu ensures thy recompense all night the shepherd ran star-led all the hot day he hastened straight nor stopped for sleep nor stopped for bread until he reached the city gate and saw red rays of evening fall on the leaf-hutted capital he sought the king his tale he told meanda faltered not nor stayed he seized his spear he left the tent shook off the brown arms of his queens who clasped his knees with wailing screams on pain of instant death forbade that man should spy or follow him and down the pathway arching dim fearless and light of heart and bold followed the shepherd where he went but one there was who loved his king too well to suffer such strange thing the chieftain of the host was he next to the monarch in degree and fearing wile or stratagem menaced the king he followed them with noiseless tread and out of sight so on they fared the forest through from evening shades to dawning light from damning to the dusk and dew the unseen follower and the two oft-times the king turned back to scan the path but never saw he man at last the forest guarded space they reached where ranged in order sat each couched upon his braided mat the white-robed warriors face to face with their majestic chief the king albeit unused to fear or awe bowed down in homage wondering and bent his eyes as fearing to be blinded by rays of deity then asked the mighty voice and calm art thou meanda called i am and art thou king the king am i the bold meanda made reply tis rightly spoken but my son why hast thou my command forgot that no man with thee to this spot should come except thy guide alone no man has come meanda said alone we journeyed he and i and often have i turned my head and never living thing could spy none is there on my faith as king a king's word is a weighty thing the old man answered let it be 
but still a man has followed thee now answer meander one more thing who first of all thy line was king kin to the god tis well my son all creatures kin to love not one too pitiful or weak or small he knew them and he loved them all and never did a living thing or bird in air or fish in lake endure a pang for kintu's sake then rose his sons of differing mind who gorged on cruel feasts each day and bathed in blood and joyed to slay and laughed at pain and suffering then kintu sadly went his way the gods long-suffering are and kind often they pardon long they wait but men are evil men are blind after much tarriance much debate the good gods leave them to their fate so kintu went where none may find each king in turn has sought since then from cora down the first in line to win lost kintu back to men vain was his search and vain were thine save that the gods have special grace to thee nayanda face to face with kintu thou shalt stand and he shall speak the word of power to thee clasped to his bosom thou shalt share his knowledge of the earth the air and deep things secret things shall learn but stay the old man's voice grew stern before i further speak declare who is that man in ambush there there is no man no man i see deny no longer it is vain within the shadow of the tree he lurketh lo behold him plain and the king saw for at the word from covert stole the hidden spy and sought his monarch's side one cry a lion's roar meander gave then seized his spear and poised and drave like lightning bolt it hissed and whirred a flash across the midnight blue a single groan a jet of red and pierced and stricken through and through upon the ground the chief fell dead but still with love no death could chase his eyes sought out his master's face blent with meander's a wild cry of many voices rose on high a shriek of anguish and despair which shook and filled the startled air and when the king his wrath still hot turned him the little grassy plain all lonely in the moonlight lay the chiefs had vanished all away as melted into thin blue wind gone was the old man stunned and blind for a long moment stood the king he tried to wake he rubbed his eyes as though some fearful dream to end it was no dream this fearful thing there was the forest there the skies the shepherd and his murdered friend 
with feverish haste bewildered mazed this way and that he vainly sped beating the air like one half crazed with prayers and cries unnumbered searching imploring vain all vain only the echoing woods replied with mocking booms their long aisles through come back kintu 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 and pitiless to all his pain the unanswering gods his suit denied at last as dawning slowly crept to-day the king sank down and wept a space then lifting as they could the lifeless burden once a man he and the shepherd guide began their grievous journey through the wood the long and hard and dreary way trodden so lightly yesterday and the third day at evening's fall gained the leaf-hutted capital there burial rites were duly paid like bridegroom decked for banqueting the chief adorned his funeral pyre rare gums and spices fed the fire perfumes and every precious thing and songs were sung and prayers were prayed and priests danced jubilant all day but prone the king meander lay with ashes on his royal crest and groaned and beat upon his breast and called on kintu loud and wild father come back forgive thy child bitter the cry but vain all vain the grieved god came not again end of section fifty one this recording is in the public domain